Good morning. Good evening. What's up, Facebook family? I uh, decided that I was going to do this transmission uh, on my personal page rather than in my group and just share it. I, I don't really normally do these uh, live transmissions on my public profile, but I really wanted to um, just test it out, see if this message lands, because we're having a conversation about uh, triggers. We're having a conversation on expanding that space between stimulus and response. And uh, what we, I'm putting together a seven part series in my group called uh, Signs You're Acting From a Wound, the unconscious signs that you're acting from a wound. And um, the conversation is very important if you really want to have healthy relationships. And it's really important if you want to start to experience the feeling of safety in your body. Um, oftentimes, we don't realize this dysregulation in our nervous systems. And the way that we show up in relationships as a result of that becomes unconscious. We become highly reactive. And um, on the first iteration of this, on part one, I talked about fixing others and people pleasing. So if you're, I talked about this, if you want to watch the transmission, it's in my Facebook group. Um, if you're constantly noticing yourself fixing and pleasing other people, that is a good indication that you're acting from a wound. Uh, basically, it's a repetition of some sort of a relationship that you had when you were younger. Oftentimes, when you had to please and fix and get an identity by doing so, then we kind of have this tendency where we want to repeat what's familiar. So we show up the exact same way in, the, in relationships. So I wanted to carry forward that conversation and give you another sign if you're, um, you know, feeling like you're finding yourself in, in patterns in relationships either dating the same person or if you're in a relationship having the same argument, this is a good indicator. Um, one of the unconscious signs that you're um, acting from a wound is when you start to create what's called codependency and needing, neediness of external validation. Those two go hand in hand. What happens is during our earlier attachments, all of our ner nervous all of our nervous system wiring happen, our neurological development happens with the interactions with our primary attachment caregivers, our parents. Whether they were there or not was kind of like the structural foundation of your brain. And it's really fascinating. Without understanding this, we have a tendency to keep dating the same person and going through the same patterns, not realizing why. So I wanted to shed some light. How do you know if you're living in an unconscious pattern? Codependency basically is, um, they call it also co-alcoholism. Um, back in the days of uh, Alcoholics Anonymous and AA meetings, there was the alcoholic and then there was the co-alcoholic. In other words, somebody who was enabling that type of behavior and they call them the codependent. So in other words, there's a, there's a dance between the two people within the relationship that isn't happening independent of one another. It's actually interdependent, the relationship between the two. And what happens is the codependent is showing up as the rescuer that needs to help. If you've ever shown up 
constantly needing to please, to help, to fix, to rescue, you likely are the codependent. And what happens is you tend to marry or attract somebody with the an opposing wound, which is usually they show up as the narcissist. Now, what you don't understand is the narcissist and the codependent are pretty much two, two sides of the same coin. And actually the narcissist is a covert codependent and the um, codependent is a covert narcissist. And let me explain why that is. It really comes down to um, needing external validation. As a child, when we didn't get our primary attachment needs met, we didn't have, we weren't taught attunement. We weren't validated. We didn't have our reality validated. Trauma with a capital T would happen or trauma with a small T would happen. Not having your reality validated, we then adopt a way of being where we need external validation to, you know, give us some sort of validation for our existence. We need it externally. Now, the narcissist will usually take it on where they need it externally from the outside world. It's like, I need to be admired. This is, I remember showing up like this pretty much for the first half of my life. I need likes. I need validation. I need clients to tell me how wonderful I am. I need women to validate me and tell me that I'm okay. Uh, that I'm attractive, that I'm desirable. I'm constantly needy of recognition. Let me know if you know anybody like this. This is the, they usually will take up the narcissist in that kind of two-sided pole. The codependent merges beautifully with the narcissist. And the difference is their neediness of validation comes from usually the narcissist themselves. So what happens is the narcissist is looking externally for validation, approval, uh, fame, money, recognition, whatever it is. The codependent is with them and they are needing external validation. They are needing external validation from usually that narcissist. They, when that, that one pulls away, the codependent then feels invalidated much like they did in childhood. So the narcissist is looking outward the codependent is looking outward to the narcissist, blaming the narcissist, and each side playing victim to somewhere, okay? The narcissist usually plays victim externally. The world is out to get me. The codependent usually plays victim to the narcissist. And now what they don't realize is the codependent will also have children who then don't feel seen by them. So the codependent then becomes the narcissist to the children. We see this pattern happening again and again and again. This is a sign you are unconsciously acting. You've been listening to the Trigger Proof Podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound. And if you're curious and inspired to learn more, join us at 
breathwork and badassery or the overview experience and a combination of both actually helps you do the work there's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma it didn't start with you but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. From a wound. You don't even know it. This isn't about blaming the victim. This isn't about blaming anyone. This is just about helping you understand that you didn't really have choice in the first place. You're acting out of unconscious wounds. And the answer is to own your part in that triangle to own your part as the victim, to own your part as the perpetrator, to own your part as the savior, the rescuer. And once you see your part in that, you then can awaken and break free from that cage because it's a cage, it's a prison. We keep going over again and again and again, and maybe we might leave a relationship and then find ourselves in the exact same pattern in a new one. So I'm really all about the conversation of breaking that pattern and it's not very comfortable because everybody in that dynamic unconsciously really wants to hold on to that victim story the problem is the victim story becomes a cage and you don't have an ability to get out and so i'm really inspired what makes my heart sing is just taking people who are really in that place and then just showing them showing them the exact thing that i just showed you showed you helping them find their role in that and then saying you know what that cycle didn't start with me but it can end with me so what happens is the healing of it is all about going back and rescuing the younger parts of you that really weren't seen that didn't feel heard that <clears throat> were deeply hurt and to grieve with that younger part of you and it's a very painful process at first um, because you're actually experiencing pain you've been pushing away for a very long time or avoiding and it's actually quite beautiful we've had some amazing healing stories of people who've broken from that cycle their bodies heal their relationships heal they're able to create secure healthy attachments and healthy interdependence in their lives they dissolve the anxiety from their body it's a really powerful process and um, if this is something that you're keen on breaking that cycle and you see yourself in it, I really recommend you send me a DM and tell me what your story is. Tell me what you've been, what you noticed in this codependent narcissistic cycle that you unconsciously co-created and what you'd love to accomplish in the next couple months. And if you are keen and you're like, that's it, I know exactly I want to be the hero of this journey. I have a link that I'm going to share that invites you to come to one of our community events, Breathwork and Badassery, where you're going to connect with your inner child with an inner child meditation. And then I lead you with some beautiful music into changing your breathing patterns <clears throat> and helping you reconnect to parts of you that felt so hypervigilant and didn't feel safe, it's really creating that safety within. So there's a link there. I would love it if you would join us and continue the conversation. 
in my Facebook group, I'm going to be talking another unconscious sign tomorrow about how, how, how we create unconscious patterns, you know, unconscious signs that you're acting out of a wound. We have people pleasing, fixing others, codependency, and needing external validation. Those are some signs that you have trauma stuck in your body. And the good news is there is an access point to get out and you start through the breath. And I'd love to guide you. See you at the next perfect time.